Hey guys, welcome back. I am here to talk a little bit about body image today. It's going to be a quick little episode, I hope. I also said that about the last one though, so we'll, we'll see. I shouldn't make any promises, but we'll get straight into my highs, lows, or well, just one of each, and what I'm looking forward to. So my high of the week was that I got a new low weigh-in, and I've really started to see a lot of big changes within my physique, um, and we're on track to um, where we need to be, I guess, for sure. So that's really exciting stuff. It's really helping keeping me um, inspired and passionate throughout this time. We're in lockdown currently. It's the 6th of August right now, um, about 2 p.m. Um, yeah, so that's my high. Very excited about that. Uh, my low would probably be the fact that my sleep has actually been so interrupted lately. Um, I, I mean, I've always been, not always, sorry, but for the past couple of months, I've been always waking up at least once throughout the night to go to the bathroom because I drink a lot of water and whatever. Um, but recently, it's been a lot more often and it sucks when you're hungry as well because then you wake up in the middle of the night three, five times and you're hungry <laughs> and you're like, oh fun yeah but that's my low uh but we're getting through it and I still am getting about seven to eight hours a night of sleep so that's not too bad uh and something that I'm looking forward to is that next week well it's Friday today um on Monday I start my new program my new training program and it's actually only going to be a four-week block uh and that'll take me to two weeks out from show so things will change again. So I'm excited to start that new program. I've had a look at it already. I'm a little scared. <laughs> um, and then also we might be getting a refeed day next week. Fingers crossed. We'll see how things go. We always have to just take it day by day. Um, but it's something that could be on the horizon. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> I actually had a dream about having a refeed day last night where I just got another like half bowl of oats later in the day. So... That's how exciting my dreams have been lately. <laughs> um, okay, so moving straight on into the podcast, uh, the meat of the podcast, if you will. So we're going to be talking about body image today. I've got a few things that I want to touch on, just um, you know, a few things around body image in general, my experience with it, and then some tips to improve your body image. <laughs> perspective mindset uh and then some quotes at the end of course because I love good quotes I'm cheesy like that so first I want to talk about comparisons um comparing ourselves to others whether that be in person or online um I used to actually always look up on Pinterest um oh, like body goals or fitspo or I don't know just a bunch of like fitness bodies and whatever and they're often more often than not there were skinny girls this was probably uh the last time I would have done this would have probably been early 2020 maybe yeah um about then I would say and yeah I would always compare myself to the people that I saw online on Pinterest um even in person I would as well if I saw skinny girls out I would I just always wanted to be skinny 
Um, and this isn't to say that being a skinny, being skinny is bad. That's just not what I was, and I wanted to be that, or I wanted to be what it looked like on others at least. Um, yeah, so I would always compare myself to pictures online, and I would save all these Pinterest photos to a folder. I still have the folder. I'm actually going to do an Instagram post tonight about it as well. Um, and I still have this folder called Fitspo or. Uh, good things take time or I don't know, some, like a few different folders to be honest full of just bodies which aren't bad in any way shape or form they might all be healthy I don't know I, it's literally just a photo taken in one point in time the only unhealthy thing about it is that I was admiring it for the wrong reasons I was saving them for the wrong reasons you can by all means compliment girls uh, or guys anyone and appreciate people's beauty and their bodies and their fitness and their health and all their work that they put in but when you're idolizing them because you want to be them you want to be like them you want to look like them that's when it gets to an unhealthy spot of course uh, and that's what I was doing and I based my diet and my exercise or lack thereof diet um around achieving these body types that I will never ever achieve because well it's not me um that's not who I am physically like that's not my body I will never look like that body ever it's impossible <laughs> so when you're wanting to look like someone else and you're striving for a someone else's body type for someone else's physique you'll never ever be satisfied you will always be left upset because you haven't achieved that because you can never achieve something that isn't you you can't look like anybody else you can probably have you know the fitness physique of someone else or whatever but it's never going to look exactly the same and I think I mean you're probably like of course Hayley I'm never going to look exactly the same as someone else but yeah in different head spaces it's hard to acknowledge that sometimes and I've been in that position and when you're constantly left unsatisfied, you're more than likely not going to continue on your health and fitness journey, which could have been an unhealthy one to begin with. So it might be good in that you'll be giving up, but sometimes it leads to different disorders. We don't need to get into that. I'm not qualified to get into any specific things with disorders. Like I was saying in one of my other episodes, um, I can't remember which one it would have been, but it was about motivation and like keeping going, um, having mini goals and everything. Part of that was that when you achieve little things along the way, so if you set your mini goals and you have senses of sense of achievement along the way, you're more likely to stick to your goal and or stick to chasing your goals rather, um, like your bigger goals. So when you're left unsatisfied so often because you don't look like the person that you want to, you don't have that body that you saved on Pinterest, you're more than likely going to quit and feel guilty and feel unaccomplished and feel like you're a failure, that you can't do it. But that's only because you set an unrealistic goal for yourself. So I'm actually just going to give you a tip to go along with the comparing to others. And of course, I think everyone's heard this one before. Unfollow people that don't leave you feeling better than you started or unfollow people that leave you feeling worse off. It's not necessarily their fault. Um, they pro I'm assuming they don't put intention into their content to make others feel bad and want to unfollow them because then they would lose, lose followers. But 
sometimes people's content just doesn't feed us it doesn't serve us and that's okay we can just unfollow them it's very easy it's as easy as following them even deleting apps if you have to i had to delete pinterest for a uh, period of time just so i wouldn't go on there looking for bodies that i wanted to look like but never could it actually really helped me distance myself from that that whole shebang and then also just distancing yourself from people in your real life that leave you feeling worse off um or if you have conversations with people and they always tend to uh, bring up things about body image maybe that are unhealthy um, and you just never feel good after those conversations either distance yourself from that person but if that's too extreme if it's not not bad enough for that then obviously just distance yourself from that conversation so if you sense it coming up be honest with them and tell them uh, you don't want to talk about it or just try to change a topic of conversation as discreetly as you want <laughs> so now we're going to talk about the value that we place on numbers so numbers like the scale weight the measurements of like circumferences and sizes of body parts and then the sizes of clothing as well um so first of all clothing a lot of different clothing sites or you know stores it's weird how you can be one size from one shop and then a completely different size in a different shop so if you're a size 10 somewhere you might be like a size 8 somewhere else and a size 6 somewhere else and then if you go to the woman's versus the kids section depending on your age or your size whatever but yeah you're going to be different sizes in different places um and that's okay but sometimes we place a lot more value than we should on those kind of things i used to i remember squeezing into size sixes like size six pants and i was determined i was like oh i'll definitely lose some weight i like got them on and i think i wore them once or twice outside of that but it was still tight and uncomfortable but i was determined in my own mind i was like oh i'm gonna lose weight because i look ugly and I need to lose weight, uh, lose fat, and then I'll fit these pants and then it'll be all good. But if I really liked those pants, I should have just gotten a size that would allow me to comfortably wear them then and there. So apparently I didn't love the pants enough. So it's completely normal to be different sizes from different places and there's, it does not matter one bit whether it's size 12, size 6, size 14, 20, I don't know how many sizes there are but it does not matter what size you are it matters how you feel in the clothing um also with scale weight a lot of people put a lot of pressure around the weight that they weigh on the scale <laughs> and i definitely did for a long time i i remember with my friend from primary school she was my best friend and we had sleepovers all the time and we would weigh ourselves and then run around the um, her house and then weigh ourselves again and just keep running around until we lost I think it was in pounds because it was like a, a big number and you could see it drop quicker I guess um, but yeah we'll just run around for like a minute not not long enough to do anything um, and then weigh ourselves and would lose like two pounds of I don't know bottle like water because we would sweat a little bit <laughs> i don't know what it was it was probably just like the way we were standing on it but we didn't actually lose any body fat from doing that um but we placed so much pressure on it 
and that was so young it made me so sad when I remembered that I think we were we would have been in grade like four and that just makes me so sad we were so young and placed so much pressure around it I remember at school girls would be always asking each other what we weighed and then we would like I remember I lied sometimes because I didn't want to weigh more than someone else so I just said that I weighed the same or less than it didn't actually matter no one would like me any less or any more because of what I weighed except apparently I thought they would the number on the scale the number on the measuring tape around our waist does not define how good we are as people or our worth as people it just literally tells us how much water and everything is in our body like it's not just water of course but it does tell us some things and there it is an indicator of progress if you're using that to track progress with your fitness journey um but it's not the be all, be all and end all like basing your journey's success and progress based off just these numbers scale weight and measurements it's not the only thing maybe you've made progress in the gym in other ways like with the weights that you're lifting your form your mental health has improved your relationship with your body or your food and your exercise has improved they are more way more important in my opinion than the numbers on the scale or the measuring tape there's many reasons why the scale could fluctuate as well just scientifically speaking if you're worried why the scale went up sometimes i get worried now because i'm in prep and i'm like oh shit i should be losing weight because i'm in prep and like just scientifically this isn't making sense but when you put into consideration your menstrual cycle the amount of water you had the day before and how um how late you had your last meal and how late you had your last bit of water um me waking up in the middle of the night sculling a bunch of water is probably not going to end up in my favor unless I pee it all out before I weigh myself I don't know um and then whether you've gone for a number two or not um how much sodium you had the day before how much sleep what your stress levels are and if your stress levels are high about your weight that's not going to help your weight move anywhere that you want it to (laughs) and I learned that as well I that's why I put it in my last um episode about stressing and like worrying about things you can't control is just making things worse because the stress impacts the scale well in this specific instance about the scale so when you find yourself putting so much value on your appearance and then your numbers on the scale on the tape and your clothing I what helped me was standing in front of the mirror anytime I stood in front of the mirror I did this all the time at school if I went to the bathrooms just in front of the mirror before I left I made myself say three things that I loved or appreciated about myself they don't have to be about your physical appearance it could be um something completely different from health and fitness altogether it could be about like oh you have nice eyes so there's something to make you feel better about your appearance or your doing really well with your studies you're doing really well with your finances blah blah blah, like anything and doing that just instills a lot more confidence in yourself I made sure that anytime before I left a room with a mirror in it I said those to myself I'm not always out loud but sometimes it does help when it's out loud it's kind of like affirmations but a little bit more deep into the self-love vibes you know and along with all of that always have something to be proud of always have something that you can say that you're happy about in your life 
And often people think, oh, well, I don't have anything like that. Oh, I'm going to go create that. No, no, it's nothing that you have that you're like lacking. It's not that you're lacking anything to be proud of. You're just lacking the mindset that there is something you're already doing or have to be proud of because it doesn't, it doesn't have to be about fitness even. It can be anything. Be proud that you woke up earlier than your alarm or something. Just even something tiny. Always have something to be proud of. And I wanted to talk a bit about working out and eating because you love your body, not because you hate it. Um, You get to go to the gym. You get to eat these nutritious foods. You don't have to because you don't have to. I mean, maybe it is a requirement at school to be active or it's a requirement um, to achieve your goal, but that goal is a choice of yours to chase. So when people say, oh, I've got to go to the gym, got to do this, got to do that, well, you're choosing that. Um, And you can choose not to go and you might feel bad about that, but then it's just all in your negative mindset around that. Even if you have to force yourself, I've had to do this. Sometimes I still catch myself saying, oh, I've got to go do cardio. I get to go do cardio because I am fortunate enough to be able to be competing in a bodybuilding competition. Fingers crossed, of course, let's hope COVID doesn't change that. But, you know, we're staying positive. I get to do this cardio. I get to challenge myself. I get to sweat. I get to work out hard. I get to go to the gym. Although gyms aren't open like this minute, in a few days, hopefully they will be and we'll get to go to the gym. It's funny because when lockdown happens, that's when a lot of people are like, oh, I miss the gym. But when the gym's there, they're always complaining about how they have to go. No, you get to go. I get to go. You get to go. We will get to go, hopefully, (laughs) soon enough. (laughs) We'll see. And same with eating. I used to always say I have to force myself um, to eat veggies or I have to drink this much water in a day or I've got to starve myself today because I ate like that yesterday no don't punish yourself don't use exercise and food to punish yourself use nutrition and exercise to fuel your body and to create a healthy body that you can live the rest of your life in the healthier you are now the more life you'll more likely have later to do the rest of the things that you like. Like eating brownies in moderation. You don't have to feel guilty for it and you don't have to starve yourself the next day because you ate a brownie the day before. And a tip to go along with that is that if you do go off track and eat, I don't know, more brownies than fits in your macros if you're tracking, it depends on your goals. If your goals are time dependent and you've got a coach telling you otherwise of course you might have to make different alterations but if you were to go off track just go straight back on track the exact same the next day your comeback has to be just as big or if not bigger than your setback don't starve yourself because you ate over your calories the day before because then that instills the idea that it is for punishment and not for pleasure and not for your own enjoyment and general health So that's my little bit of a rant for today. Um, I just wanted to leave you off with a few little quotes, little reminders. So firstly, uh, you don't exist solely to lose or gain weight and alter your body or be pretty. We're on this earth to, well, I mean, it could be different for everyone, but to live and not hate ourselves. We're here to love ourselves, spread love, love others. 
We're not here to just keep criticizing ourselves. Another thing is that if you believe that someone else is beautiful and their body is goals, hashtag goals, hashtag fitspo, but you don't have that particular trait or whatever that they have that you admire, it doesn't mean that you're any less than. If someone else is a certain weight and you're not that weight, but they look as good as you want to look, it doesn't mean that you're any less than them. It doesn't mean that you're any less beautiful. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And lucky for you, just like I've said in my other podcasts, you get to define what beauty is. So if you're looking at someone else thinking that you're not beautiful because you don't have what they have, you don't look like them, there's more than one way to look. (laughs) There's more than one way to look beautiful. You can, I bet you can easily go out and point at 10 people that you find something beautiful about um, so clearly, and they're not ever going to look the same unless they're twins, I guess, but they're not going to look the same. So who's to say that you're not beautiful? Next one, last one, last thing. Much like when a meal plan or a training plan isn't working and you change it, same goes for your mentality. If you've been criticizing yourself for years and that hasn't been working, try to approve of yourself and love yourself and show some appreciation for yourself and then see what happens. Hey, how about that? (laughs) All right. Well, that's my little thing for today. It actually doesn't look like it was as short as I was hoping. We'll see when I edit it. Um, But I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. I hope that it actually made sense because I feel like maybe it didn't. But we'll see, just like everything else. Um, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, rest of your night, whatever it is. Remember that you are beautiful because you're just alive. There's no other reason why you should be beautiful. You're alive, so you're beautiful. So thank you for being alive. Hope you have a good one and I'll catch you next time.